again for another episode of The Tales from the Helheim. Guess who's back? Back again. It's The Tales. Hey, guys. Uh, damn, dude. It's, it, we keep spacing it out. But, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely been longer than you'd uh, you'd think wanted, you know. Oh yeah, but I mean, life gets in the way. That it does. Hopefully, that it we does. can uh, we can start posting more frequently because I know you've been taking more of the the double duty of having like to find the stories and record them by yourself. I apologize to everybody for that one, but uh, we've been just really busy lately. You said double duty. Uh, duty. <laughs> but uh no we're we're back today with uh a true reddit horror story which i don't think we've done one of these in a minute i think it's mainly because i don't know how to read <laughs> you you know how to read you just get kind of uh iffy with it sometimes because you're worried <laughs> my my reading's not so good guys oh no <laughs> i was like no way <laughs> all right man so uh what do we have on the docket well, I got a scary story. I believe you said you have a scary story. Uh, I do. I do, I do. So, if you want, I can go first, or if you want to go first, you can. It don't matter to me, sir. Uh, you can go first, man. All right, so this one, and uh, sorry if you're able to hear my dog in the background. He's in his kennel being a little butthead, so... The reason why I stopped talking about ghosts. Please excuse the grammar. Just so you know, if I'm sitting there stumbling across words trying to figure out what he, what they meant, that's in there as a disclaimer. So, did you know that if you keep talking about ghosts, the more active they are? Well, my friends slash roommates and I found out that this is actually true. I come from a background of religious believers, and I myself am one along with my roommates. We believe that there are, in fact, things on this earth we cannot explain, along with an afterlife. Now, a few years ago, I moved in with my roommate. We will call her Casey. I moved in with Casey because her cousin at the time moved out and back home to try and save money. I knew Casey since I was a little girl, but we never got close until I moved in. A few nights after moving in, Casey told me about the spirit that was attached to her cousin Abby. While I believed in things I could not explain, the concept of a ghost attaching to someone seemed a bit far out there to me, but I respected her and listened anyways. She then proceeded to tell me about weird things that happened and how the strange occurrences in the house stopped when Abby moved out. Fast forward a few months and Abby moves back into our little condo due to not getting along with the people she was living with. Well, when she moved back in, strange things started happening. Strange noises or lights would be on when we thought we'd turn them off. Nothing too noticeable or malevolent, but odd all the same. 
Now at the time, we each had a dog and also shared the space with our indoor cat. So most of the time, we would just blame the weird noises on our animals. One night, Abby and I found ourselves alone on a cloudy fall night and had gotten on the subject of our past ghost encounters. We let the dogs outside when for a while before the rain was supposed to roll in. Later on, Abby said her contacts started getting uncomfortable and that she needed to go upstairs and take them out. Now, our little condo had stairs right when you walked in the entryway. If you walked upstairs, it was like a big square. You'd find my room to the right of you, and if you turned right again, there was a little bedroom that connected to my roommate's vanity area, then her room. Turn right again, and you're back at the hallway that connects to the stairs. I know all of these details seem excessive, but it is important to know the layout of the house for the story to make sense. I followed Abby upstairs as we kept talking about our experiences. I was standing in my door and she was standing in the room opposite of me fighting with her contacts. The wall to my left was an interior wall in my room that had four mirrors hanging in a decorative square. I can flat out say that there was no wind outside and all the TVs were off and the windows were all shut in our condo. She was just finishing a story when all of a sudden, on the wall to my left, with enough force to knock all of the mirrors crooked, bang, 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 right next to me in the center of the mirrors. We both looked wide-eyed at each other and bolted down the stairs with my friend screaming, I'm sorry, it's my fault, over and over and me yelling, it's the cat, oh my god, it's the damn cat, it can't be anything else. Me knowing full well it wasn't the damn cat, and right when we got downstairs, the cat was asleep in the armchair. How it stayed asleep through all of the noise, I have no idea. We huddled on the couch for the rest of the night, us both being too paranoid to sleep. A few weeks later... Casey, Abby, and I were all talking about some weird experiences which were happening almost daily, and we got on the subject of where the ghosts liked to reside, most according to Abby. Abby told me it would pace back and forth in my friend's vanity area, and especially liked my walk-in closet, which used to be her old room. I later on told whatever it was that it was welcome since Abby did verify that it was benign in nature. That doesn't mean it didn't have a temper if provoked. A few weeks later, a friend came over for the first time. This friend, who I will mention now, was a complete non-believer in the paranormal. She sometimes liked to be taught the unseen so out of respect for whatever resided in our condo and my own sanity, I told her not to say anything stupid or to taunt whatever was in our home. We were alone at the time, and I didn't expect anyone home until late that evening. 
Later on, I found myself on the subject of the weird activity in the house. I was sitting on my bed, which was tucked in the far right corner of the room, and my friend was standing on the foot of my bed, and about two feet behind her, I had a cabinet that was about six foot high, and I had several decorative figurines on top of it, one of which was rather heavy. It was an angelic figurine music box. That was about six inches high and four inches wide. The thing was not a light figurine by any means. The cabinet had a ridge engraved on the top of it about four inches away from the edge of the cabinet. And the angel figurine had little legs on the bottom of it while making the possible events extremely odd. Because it was impossible for that figurine to fall down. My friend, being a complete jackass, proceeded to say, Kiss my ass, ghost, against my wishes, and well, right as she said this, my angel figurine flew off the top of the cabinet and hit her square in the left ass cheek. We both just looked at each other wide-eyed, and she bent over to pick up the angel figurine. A little wooden bird I had on the cabinet flew off and hit her in the head just to make sure she got the point, I think. We both got spooked, but just chuckled, and the bruise she had on her ass cheek was proof enough that there was really something more out there. The girl really must have pissed off whatever it was, because right whenever I said goodbye, it closed the front door. Wham! Then all the cabinet doors in the kitchen slammed open and the light turned on. I nearly shipped myself and slowly went to investigate what happened. While apologizing for the actions of my dumbass friend, I quickly closed the doors and ran upstairs, locking myself in my room until my roommates got home. My parents heard these stories on almost a daily basis. They grew extremely concerned about how consumed my friends and I were with these experiences. They advised us that it would be best to leave the ghost stories and videos alone, at least until things settle down. I told my roommates about this, and we agreed to let the subject stay quiet and see if the activity calmed down. For the remainder of our time in the condo and the time in our other house we moved into, we rarely ever discussed our past paranormal experiences. The activity ceased to this day. I rarely ever discuss my paranormal experiences. The advice my parents gave us worked for us, and to this day I wonder, how did my parents find out about this trick themselves? Ooh, that was, uh... Oh, they went by... They, they did a lot of things wrong in that story. Yeah, many things. As like, a paranormal investigator, let me ask you, what was the biggest red flag for you in that one? Well, I mean, the immediate taunt or even having to explain to people not to taunt. I mean, if you don't let people know you have that shit in your house, if you don't want activity to ramp up, if they're a rambunctious entity, then you're best just leaving it alone, giving it the occasional hello, goodbye, but nothing other than that. But you definitely never taunt anything. Yeah, see, for me, the biggest thing was when she said that she invited it to stay. I was like, we've read so many stories and heard so many like personal stories from people where that has gone completely wrong. 
Oh, yeah. Where it's gone sideways, where they're like, oh, well, I'm going to just invite it in. And even like the most famous case, which would be Annabelle, when the nursing student, they invited the spirit because the medium told them that it was a little girl. The spirit of a little girl attached to the doll, and then they invited it in, and it's like, oh, it's a demon. Like, wow, who could have told you that one? Yeah. Yeah, you you never want to invite anything into your home, let alone sit and taunt it, because those two things can just lead to very, very bad things happening. It can start as something that seems, you know, benign, and really that's just it trying to get you comfortable around it. You never know what the spirit, entity, whatever it is, could be. Yeah, because even like that, you you got to think, like, why would you want to directly taunt it? Like, I get you that you don't believe in it, but if somebody's telling you that they do believe in it and that they've seen it and they've experienced things, don't be a dick and don't go taunting whatever's there because then you got to go home. They have to stay with it. Yeah, or you never know. It might get kind of feisty and uh, end up following you home. Yep, you don't got to tell me that one twice. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the old experiences. Oh, my God, I don't even want to think about it. They were so bad. <laughs> what about you? What uh, what story do you have for us this uh, fine evening? Mine is off the Reddit. Hold on, I got to find what it was called. Because there's the thread is the r slash let's not meet thread. So this one's titled Scarce Experience of My Life. So the same thing, just a disclosure that it was translated from a different language. So if I read something that sounds wrong, I'll try to correct it at the time. But I'm just going to read through it real quick. Alrighty. So this is the title of the story is called Scariest Experience of My Life. So this happened a month ago. I had a good PC, but I needed a new laptop for editing in school. So me and my friend go on Facebook Marketplace to see what laptops are for selling for sell. It was a gaming laptop for $8 or 854.34 DIN in our country. Me and my friend texted the guy just to see what would happen. Here's the full convo. I need to translate it because it's in Serbian. Uh, Parentheses OP me and then parentheses the man. So it's a conversation basically. So OP. Hello, the man. And then the man says, hello, OP. You're selling a laptop for $8, the man. Yeah. Me and my friend just wanted to see what would happen. We wanted to buy it. OP, can I buy it? The man. Sure, what's your address? We gave the guy our neighbor's address because we were home alone. OP, okay, our address is... And then it says the neighbor's address. The man. Okay, I'm coming. Smiley face. So it says, we were creeped out because he seemed sketchy, so we locked all the doors and turned off all the lights. Around 20 minutes, we looked through the window, and there was a white van pulling up. The guy knocked on the neighbor's door, screaming, open up. The, the, he looked right at our window on the second floor. Thank God he didn't see us. He started kicking the neighbor's door, trying to break it. He broke it after a few minutes. He comes out with a fucking gun in his hand. He opened his van and drove away. I still don't know what he wanted. I have the screenshots on the RX, the RTX post. Unfortunately, I can't post stuff here, but if someone wants to see it, just DM me. And that's why you always have to be careful with who you're dealing with. 
Like I buy stuff off a of marketplace, but I would never give them my home address or I would never want to go to their home address alone. The only time I've given my address is when it's on like offer up and I yeah. could see that it was like, I think I was selling like a, an old tablet and it was some old Mexican lady that like wanted to come and check it. So I was like, okay, you know, that's, that's fine. Plus at that point I'm armed. So if anyone tries coming in and robbing anything, then they're just, oh, yeah, you are shot. armed to the nine, my guy. Yeah. I, I don't play with safety. Nope. That's like, like stuff like that, dude, it really brings up concern. Cause you're just like an innocent person wanting to buy something or sell something. And then there's people like that that have like horrible intentions and shit. I have a story too, where I was on a uh, Facebook marketplace. Yeah. This was like years ago when I had a little Ford contour and, uh, it had messed up on me and I was looking through Facebook marketplace to see if I could find a car for like parts and for it. And I ended up finding uh, a Ford contour, same thing, exact same car. And yeah. he was selling it for like 200 bucks. It's like parts car. I was like, all right, cool. And the dude messaged me. He's like, yeah, just come to my house. Uh, it's right here. He's like, we can get it loaded up for you and or I can like drop it off for you. Yeah. But uh, I needed you to come see it first. So I was like, all right, cool. At this time, I was with my mom and my sister, I believe. No, it was just my mom at that time. Oh, okay. And she drove me there and I go and I knock on the door and I can hear people inside talking. And then as soon as I knock, you can hear that they just like all quiet down. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on? I see the car there. Like, so I know the car is there. Yeah. So I'm knocking and I'm announcing like, hey, I'm the dude from Facebook Marketplace. Like I came to see the car and the little blinds right next to me open up and I see a set of eyes and then they close and then they fucking go quiet. I can still hear him walking around and just kind of like what it sounded like was he walked from the window to the sliding door but it had like that weird kind of like tent where you can't see into the house yeah i'm pretty sure he could see me right so i was like all right that's fucking weird so i start walking down the stairs and i hear the door unlock and i was like this is too fucking creepy for me so i just fucking speed walk back to the car and i tell him i was like we gotta go He's like what's going on i was like nobody answered but there's somebody there so we gotta go and as we're driving out, I see the door open. I was like, no, not going back for that shit. They were going to take you inside, cut you up and eat you. Oh, yeah, probably. But uh, it's just like shit like that. Like, you don't know the people that are selling shit. You don't know their intent. Like, the, did you see a story a while back where they fucking met up with somebody and they just fucking robbed them and they stole all the shit? Uh, I don't know if it's the same story, he but I do remember selling electronics. A story about that. I think he was like tablets and a fucking PS5 that he was selling to the same guy. Yeah. And it was like three dudes showed up and they just fucking robbed him and they took all his shit. I was like, then they just deleted the profile. So how the fuck do you track them? Yeah, you really can't unless you get license plates and shit, but yep. most people aren't looking for that. And shit like that, why I carry <laughs> And that is why we advise anyone on here meeting for selling, purchasing, or even online dating. Be extremely careful because you never know what you're going to get. Yep. I was uh, going to say, don't meet up with strangers, but that's pretty much what online dating is. Right. It's just uh, do do your research beforehand and uh, you know at least try and have some sort of video call or something so... You know, a person is 
as legit as you can find out. Like whenever I go out, like with online dating, I'll, I'll let somebody know where I'm going. Yeah. And like I said, I carry now. So if shit goes sideways, I can always just kind of get myself out of that little situation. One to the head, two to the chest. Six to the chest, three to the face. I mean that too. <laughs> you got to empty the whole clip out to look like a psycho. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's just like the concerning stuff about like all this shit. Is like you don't know the world we live in. Like you want to try to give people the benefit of the doubt because like, you will try to be a nice person. You're like, I don't want to judge them based off of that. But then that's kind of how they get you. Yeah, the world is uh, turning into one giant horror story at the moment. Oh, yeah. Not like the cool ghost ones with the happy ending. More like the psycho ones where you think you got away, but then they fucking get you last second. They pop out from the backseat. Yeah, and then the demon goes into your body and uh, you're never seen again. Exactly. But, yeah, both those stories are just very fucking disturbing. Well, and, uh, you know, be ready for more because we have a few more in uh, some upcoming episodes. And then... uh, I believe we're going to also do some deep dives into fascination with said stories and other things of similar nature. Yeah, we got a uh, we got a nice little roster of episodes coming up for you guys. But uh, so, so have your ear holes ready to be pleased by the sounds of our voice and the wit of our stories. <laughs> Let us intrigue you with our stories of horror. Yes, and and just so you got it right, horror, H-O-R-R-O-R, not W-H-O-R-E. A little bit of both. <laughs> you <laughs> like whore. You, you got to sprinkle it in there for intrigue. Kind of like that salt guy. Exactly, salt bay. <laughs> scary stories. We'll sprinkle scary stories on you guys every once in a while. There you go. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that's it for this episode. That is, so until the next one. Thank you for stopping by.